0: You are listening to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast episode 220, brought to you by C2E2, Audible. Go to audible.com slash iFanboy for a two-week free trial and in stock trade. to the iFanboy.com Pick a league podcast. It's episode 220. My name is Connor Kilpatrick and I'm here in the same room with Josh Flanagan. I have nothing left to
2: say on that subject. And Ron Richards. Hello, yes, we all are here gathered. We're gathered. In Brooklyn. You sound, you sound husky, Ron. I'm a little husky. I'm a little yeah. husky, yeah. A little throaty. <laughs> not gonna, I'm not going to lie. A little throaty. A little sexy. Yeah, well, you know, we are in the bed together. Mm-hmm.
0: It's true. <laughs> we, we, we three are <laughs> ifanboy.com. We like comics. We read, we read comics. Every week we read a bunch of comics, and so one of us writes the pick of the week. That's the best one they read. They write about it on the website. We talk about this podcast, along with various other comics from the week and topics of interest, although this week, a little bit different... We are scuttling a lot of the topics of interest. We're going to ca- talk about every single book. It's, it's, a,
2: it's an iFanboy first. We are because we're gathered here together and we're having a fun time. We have all of our books in front of us. We're going to talk about every book we bought this week.
0: Every book we bought. So yeah. no emails or voicemails this week. No other topics of interest. Just books. And also stay tuned for the end. We got giveaways to announce. February's giveaway, one at iFanboy. If you recall, if you listened last week or if you've been iFanboy.com, you know that there's some big giveaways. There's a big choker giveaway. Chokers coming out this month. Yeah,
2: choker comes. To choker, choker shipping early Ch- this, choker's week, choker's yeah. this week.
0: Chokers this week. Awesome. And there's a giveaway at the end of the month. Month. there's a planet hulk giveaway this week that's so what we're announcing yeah there's gonna be four winners so maybe you're one of them just listen to the end and before we get to the show we'd like to remind you and give you a quick warning this is a review show we're gonna be talking about the books we read all of the books we read and mm. there, will, there will be some spoilers there'll be some plot points discussed so if you're worried about that you haven't read your books yet pause the show come back you'll be happier you'll have a less stressful life yes you'll you be will. zen you yes. won't get heartburn now ron yes you had the pick of the week i did i yes. did, did. So
2: yeah, I picked a week and it was a really great week for books, I thought. It was just like it was like I gave out more fives than I normally did.
0: It wasn't a huge um, week. I had about ten less books than last week. Yeah, so not, I, yeah, I bought last. Yeah. But there was a good core of fives yeah, in there. Yeah. Which was
2: no. Nice. What was great was that I had bought a book for a friend for a birthday present, and it turns out he had it already. So I returned it when I bought my books. So with the credit, I spent like ten bucks. Nice. Good. And I was, I was like, oh, I got to do that every week. I so you like, didn't get him something to replace it. Yeah, no, I had it back. Up. Up. I feel like we yeah. should
0: clarify for new listeners: a five we're referring to as a five-star book on the Ifanboy.com yes. rating scale. Yes,
2: exactly. I gave a lot of uh, rated a lot of books five out of five. Um, and really, it came down—it came down to um, uh, came down to inches towards the end. There was I, there was a, a good handful of books that I could have went with pick of the week, and as I'm whittling down, whittling down, I was left looking at two. And ultimately, what I ended up going with was Siege Number Two um, by Brian Michael Bendis and art by Olivier Coipiel. And uh, if you are on Twitter, Coipel, right? Coipel, Coipel, French, whatever—we're not oui. saying it right. It, right? Coyp- Olivier, Coipond. Um, Olivier. Um, and so, if you're on Twitter and if you follow a lot of people who read comics and you follow a lot of cr- creators and stuff like that, you probably saw a lot of buzz about Siege Number Two starting early in the w- early in the week. In fact, I got into an argument with Rob Liefeld over it, um, <laughs> over Coipel, but not about the art, not about Siege Two, but about art in general, things like that. But um, Rob's great, so don't, I'm not saying anything <laughs> about Rob. He's a good guy. But, yeah, sweetheart. Um, oh, sweetheart.
1: I remember, my kids hanging out with him. It's cool. <laughs> so, um...
2: You stand-up guy. You, get, you guys didn't get the face I made. <laughs> I made the... the yes. Yeah. Anyway, so, um... So, but so there was, there was a t- lot of buzz on There There's a lot too. of buzz, and normally, and I wrote about it in my review a little. I try not to, I, I don't, when we're doing the pick of the week, I don't want to get swayed by popular opinion. And we've had a lot of that, you know, like Blackest Night was huge, and for some reason, Josh went was scalped, you know, and things like that. But um, I, tr- I try to go in completely cold and, yeah, and exactly. clean when I go in exactly. But
0: you can't ever, ignore it, that's the problem.
1: Am I ever going to live that one? No, I know that's Jesus. why I
0: brought it up. It was a um, joke. It's funny you mentioned the hype because I, I, I read Siege early before you did because I'm on the East Coast, you're on the yeah. West Coast, and I. Started an email to you yeah. saying, Oh my god, Siege 2. Yeah. And I decided not to because I didn't want to be part of the hype machine. I didn't want you to go in with any preconceived notions. So, but I, I almost wrote you about it's it. When,
1: whenever Connor says he likes something, run automatically.
2: Exactly. Like, I just jump right to crap. it. I just jump right to it. And the thing is that it's very easy to, to like, as you're writing it, if you're going to go with a book that not a lot of people read, like when I picked Forget Lists or whatever, knowing that so many people like another book, it's like, Oh, you know. But it's funny because it d- works in the other direction. It works in both directions because you're influenced in writing about what people want you to write about but then also it's like and, but ultimately
0: you want to pick yeah. the best thing that you read no matter exactly. what the reaction. So let's talk exactly. About
2: the book. Ultimately what I did was when I sat down and read it siege number 2 I've been skeptical about the whole siege event going into it. I was like, ah, event event event. Dark rain has kind of been Burn drying. me 3 times. Fool me. Right, exactly, three exactly. Times. exactly. And Siege number one, we we had talked about it. It was good, yeah. but it felt rushed to me, and it felt like it felt somewhat contrived. The whole replicating of the of the, 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 uh, the Civil War jumpstarting yes. moment, things like that. Um, Siege number two was awesome. Siege number two was everything that I would want from an action packed
0: superhero comic book. Yes, like, hands down. Um, I think I think in this case the speed is working in its favor. I like yes, I like I that agree. it's moving quickly. I don't want to dawdle. I don't want to waste time. I don't want eight I don't, issues. I, I want wanna, four. I don't want to go to the savage land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: And it's funny because you know we we we've criticized Brian Michael Bendis before in the past with his ability to write teams and ability to write lots of characters and House of M. You know a lot of people say House of M reads better as a trade paperback and in, in one kind of thing, but that was a little rough to read. Um, Secret Invasion had its issues. Um, he's nailing this.
0: Yes, nailing, it, it. nailing, nailing. It. I think I liked one more than most. I liked yeah. one a lot. Two was fantastic. Two, yeah. we all picked this book. Yeah, and yeah. we Every, all, everybody that. here, would have yeah, picked which this is, is fascinating.
2: I didn't know that you guys all picked it as your pick the yep. week. That's awesome. Um, so, and this book had a bunch. He wrote a bunch of great moments. There's, you know, um, Thor getting rescued by Maria Hill with the bazooka. And there's, um... Which
0: is, that's the only moment if you think about too hard because like she basically the, what, comes in with a pick, pickup truck and takes fine. up in the guys who beat Thor. That's fine. a old pickup
1: truck that floats in the air, by the way. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, it actually, wasn't you know, floating in the air. No, it was it just it bouncing. Was, it was bouncing. It was bouncing. Yeah. like yeah. a cartoon. Um, but, um, you, you know, had... Before we get to that, the main thing, because I, I, I have a point about all the little issues, little little things. Everyone's talking about the big thing that happened. Right. And to me, that wasn't the draw of this book. No. No. To me, the draw was the little issues you're, you're talking about. Yeah. That, to me, what made this well, issue... Well, yeah, you had issue.
2: in the beginning, you had Ares, Ares getting, you know, kind of a wake-up call by uh, Hemdal and, and Balder that, yeah. you know, he's being manipulated... Then you got you know the the save from Thor, and I'm going through the book just through, yeah. through the pages. Then you've got Cap's motivational speech. Now I've heard some people criticize that it wasn't that motivational, but I got a rise out of it. I thought it was good. You know Ooh. you know whenever you talk about taking over your country, you've got you know the gathering of the heroes and then taking off. Then Sentry versus Ares, which oh
0: you 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 just scooted past two big moments, which are Bucky uh, abdicating the shield. That didn't happen. yet. I? Oh, so you said the heroes take off.
2: Hang on, I'm fl- no, no, getting ready to take off. Okay. Hang on, right. then, you know. So you got you got um, the Sentry and Ares going at it. Then you've got the heroes taking off and Bucky giving Cap the shield
0: and Jarvis giving Cap the, the Iron suitcase, Man armor. Yeah, which is awesome.
2: Yeah. Um, and then you've got you know Thor, you know uh, Thor, kind of stepping up and say you know towards the end of the book and saying you know this is how I'm not going to go down. And then it ends on which is awesome.
0: The best with, single page I read. Best single them.
2: page with, with just uh, Iron Patriot Norman Osborne looking up and just slowly the cap shield coming closer at him, which was just. In the great reflection effect. of his mask, like, yeah. Yeah. Bendis really hit a lot of beats on this. He hit a lot of great moments, but the thing that put it over the top was this, Olivier Coipel's art was just unbelievable and
1: you know I we, I've talked about the Thor series before and and that was really the best part of that and there was one thing is that I I missed by reading by not reading it was like that art really was something spectacular <laughs> He does Thor. I love the new Thor costume. I think it's one of yeah. the best redesigns I've seen in a long time.
2: I agree. And, I, and admittedly, I got a lot of shit in the comments, rightfully so, because I said how this is really the first Olivier Copiel thing I have read when he did do House of M. Yeah. But there's a, there's a difference in that I, don't, I couldn't describe to you, I couldn't recollect a single page from House of M. Maybe the only thing I could do was the puzzle piece thing. But this book... I like in a year from now. I'm gonna be like, oh, that double page spread of all those heroes, yeah, and that double page spread when Sentry ripped Ares in two, uh, the the shield coming at Iron Patriot. These are moments. These are artistic moments that are now seared into my brain that I'm gonna. Remember.
0: I I literally squeal at the last page. I mean, yeah. every time I've mentioned Cap and Norman in the same mm-hmm. sentence in, on the website in the last month, I've said, "I hope he punches him in the stupid face." Yeah, and he's and he's gonna shield him in the stupid face, which I will also accept. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, because, and, the, and the thing was like the neat thing about this book was that. Steve Rogers is like this. Ain't, this ain't right. Yeah,
0: I, I come back here. What down. the fuck? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're yeah. gonna give
1: me shit about MySpace, and this is what happened. <laughs> you know, the, you know the, the thing about the art that that got me is right away. Um, it was a page or two into it. Um, when Heimdall stands up. Yeah. The image of Heimdall and the way that yeah. they drew him. Like yeah. right away, that was when I was like, oh, this yeah. is this is something great.
2: Yeah. No, Heimdall using his sword to push himself up. Yeah. Like oh, the, the little little touches like really, that. Yeah. Little touches like that, and just like. Um, the and you know, the double, like I said, the double paid spreads the the, the Avengers grouping of uh, all the team together is one that's like they and he signed it like you know when they when you see the artist signature yeah. on pay, that that's gonna sell for like five thousand yeah. dollars it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be great um, century finally getting off his ass and doing something other than crying see, whether now- you like what he did or not. <laughs> He has taking he action. has
0: value as a villain. Yes. Yep. He has no value to me as a hero, but as a v- yep. out of control, unstoppable villain, he's then he's an interesting. Yep. Yeah. Then he's interesting. Yeah. Now I'm not as
2: I mean, and it's it was really the two page the two page spread of Century ripping Ares in half was like invincible level blood and gore, yeah. which I was just like, wow. I'm it not felt, too worried because Ares is a god. Yeah. Really yeah. Back, yeah. So it it felt I'm not,
1: weird I'm, in a com, in a Marvel comic book. I'll be honest. It yeah. I was really like I was like it was oh. brutal. Yeah. yeah. I kind
0: of. It, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't fit. I didn't. I guess I didn't expect it or something like that. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I think I'm so. And innoc- at this point, there's so much Maybe. brutality that I don't notice. But like. Yeah. In the comments, it's interesting. Everybody referencing that moment. To me, that wasn't the moment I even registered as no, a big was, moment. That was the big shocker moment. I I didn't of even I mean, think yeah. it was a shocking moment because yeah. there was a lot of like because it was telegraphed from the very beginning. He's gonna be yeah. he's gonna be killed. There was a lot of like people like going, "See, I told you, Century was awesome." Oh, no, doesn't make no, It doesn't make him awesome. It.
2: but I just like that he didn't cry. Fly away crying. <laughs> um, we get a ton of foreshadowing. You know, when Nick Fury makes Ares' son stay behind. Yeah, he's obviously gonna come back. Yeah, you know, he's gonna be a factor coming down the road. But it doesn't matter because it's this is great. It's
0: contained. This is going to be done in two more issues. I love it. I think what's really strong about it is he's pulled, he's, he's, pep, Bendis is peppered in a lot of really strong character moments in the midst yep. of the action, yep. which has been fun.
2: And what's, what's great is that I get this, you know, you, this whole siege thing, and I said how it felt rushed, and the thing I asked him, it is rushed. Like, Osborne got manipulated by Loki and said, let's go do this, and you see, you feel the tension as his plan is falling mm-hmm. apart in front of him. Yeah. You Just, know, I'm so looking forward to, to Nor and Osborne being gone. Yeah, exactly. Well, we don't know that it will happen. I There's really no want that to happen. There's no guarantee. I want that.
0: Okay. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, yeah. I was, I was so happy. This is fun
2: superhero comic. I, w- I kind of wish this was an issue of the Avengers, but okay, that's
0: fine. Um, and what's, I said what's, that about Captain America you know, reborn. I get, yeah. but this I get. This makes yeah. sense to me. That's fine. Okay,
2: that's. I can't wait till till Cap gives Tony the the, the suitcase.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, be weird because he's been a douchebag for, well, for five years. there's a
1: whole thing going on in Invincible Iron Man that we'll
0: talk about. That t- we'll talk yeah. about it in a minute. Let's talk about Wolverine Weapon X so Wolver- number 10. Wolverine Weapon X number
2: 10 was the Don't Miss podcast. I talked to Jason Aaron about this. Um, this was within inches of being the pick of the week um, because this book was possibly the best single Wolverine issue I've read ever, I think. Ever? really, Ever, yeah. Really? Yes, yep. This um, it was very good. Yeah, I give it a five. This was a five. Well, first off, before I get into the story, the art by C.P. Smith was just dazzling. <laughs> was beautiful.
0: It was very unconventional. I like. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I, I loved it. was like, and I,
2: and I said in my interview, it was kind of like vertigo art. I yeah. mean, like it was you know very shadowy and very oh it was uh, and, and textured and oh, mm-hmm. just you know
0: it. it's funny a lot of people mentioned this on the website. And I, I I thought the same thing when it, when I saw it. If Wolverine is supposed to be five five. Yeah. How tall is Jubilee, who's half his size in this? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good point. Is she three foot feet tall? Yeah,
2: I know. She's a sprite. Um, but, um, so th- this issue focuses around the fact that um, we've got been introduced to a new character, this reporter at the Chronicle that Wolverine has shacked up with, and basically uh, the, the cementing of their relationship and deciding to be boyfriend-girlfriend, which in a Wolverine comic is... Now, the funny thing is, is that Wolverine... And Maricchio, in the '80s, like Wolverine's romance, was a plot point that kind of got left aside in the '90s and the 2000s, as it was like Wolverine claws killing all that kind of stuff. He kind of forgot that he had all these female relationships, and he's a he's a, yeah, no, he's, he's a little man
0: whore. Yeah, he's a little man whore.
2: Um, we get we find the story of Wolverine's first t- sexual experience, his first losing his virginity <laughs> that story. Um, that was interesting. It was such a great character moment to see him talking to Rogue, to Storm, to Jubilee, to Black Widow. You know, to all these women, the the scene with the baby. I mean, you know, the direction it's going is that he wants to have a family. it's yeah. kind of funny because he's got two kids running around the Marvel universe. Psychotic. He doesn't care about that. Are psychotic. <laughs> but he, he knows
1: that Deccan is a douche. Yeah and, and, <laughs> yeah. and the other one,
2: Weapon X is is or whatever her name is X twenty three is a clone or whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> Not a real kid. What yeah, I really liked about this pay child support on a clone. <laughs> or do you? Do you have to pay lab fees? I don't know. <laughs> what what I what I liked about this a lot was that in, in an era in the trade era, which I obviously really love when every story is six issues long I like the fact that this was just a one issue story yeah. and it's going to have ramifications and it's going to continue but it was a complete from beginning to end story in the one issue yep. and I liked that I liked that you can ha- I wish they could do longer arcs and then shorter arcs and short pieces and you can still put those all in trades Hickman's yeah.
1: doing that with Fantastic he boys. is yeah, but, yeah, but yeah.
0: It's, it's not a norm it's, yeah. it's, so it's yeah, unusual it's when you see it yeah. I hope it is
2: yeah well either way, either way it was a lot of fun and, thought, and it was I, beautiful
1: I, I liked it I really enjoyed it but I did think it was kind of weird in that, like, I was like, "Really, does Wolverine talk about his feelings like this yes, that often?" Yes, yes,
0: really? He's very yeah. sensitive. He's got that. He's got that hard ass
1: yeah, the exterior, but I he's a about very it, sensitive the other soul. Thing I about it is, it's not really about
0: my taste or anything, but I
1: thought, is this is this going to like disappoint a lot of Wolverine? Fa- like, is this, this is this isn't what you signed up for
2: when you buy a Wolverine book. Well, there's there's a page where he's fighting ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but it's not. But if you ask me, the, the mystique of Wolverine is yeah. uh, is all of this. Is all the is is the his interactions with with Jubilee and Kit, I, I kind of wish, well, well Kitty's not back yet yeah no, she's still and in a bullet. the
1: bullet yeah. and then one of the other trying things, to figure like, out where to pee I don't know much about his relationship with those <laughs> this, characters yeah, yeah. and so I, 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 as a Wolverine fan I, yeah, yeah. yeah I imagine that would yeah. have so I, I
0: rated it four stars it's very yeah. good I
2: enjoyed it yeah um, you, oh, you blew it this is a five star <laughs> book okay hands down you're well, wrong
0: another five star book was scalped. <laughs> Thirty four. Jason
2: Aaron having a great week. Oh wait, on the Wolverine book, oh, we're okay. gonna get through. And, you know, there might be some written stuff on iFanboy coming up about this, but if you look at the sales numbers of the Wolverine books, the Wolverine Weapon X is the lowest selling book. Um, competing with Dark Wolverine and Wolverine Origins, which is utter bullshit because this is the best Wolverine book on the stand. Yes. So if you like Wolverine and you're buying Wolverine Origins or you're buying Dark Wolverine... This is Wolverine, the main Wolverine book. Stop. Buy w- Weapon X, seriously. Because, this is the main Wolverine yeah, book. Exactly. It he, is the main Wolverine cause, book. Because Jason Aaron is doing... I want I want him to be able to finish what he's going to do. You know, By
1: flipping like, the title out on him like this, they... They, they, they screwed
2: him. Yeah. yeah, the Dark Wolverine thing screwed this title. But So
0: buy Wolverine Weapon X. Norman Osborn must be stopped. Yes. Now,
1: right. Scalp 34. 30- 34
0: 34 okay four issues after my infamous this was the uh, the end of the gnawing which was right this the
1: first one was the one that I was the blackest night pick right um wow this is what I have to say about this this was a five star book in every sense of the word this was the conclusion of that gnawing story and a whole lot of stuff went down because at the beginning of this arc you he if he wanted to he could have ended the book here. Yep. Um, but he didn't. At the end, he pulled a bunch of things out and turned things around and now we're going to keep moving forward, which was the plan, but I was just... It, it had that feeling like he could have. You could have done
0: you, it there. You know what's interesting about this is in the first issue they set up, there's going to be a war between the Indians and the Hmong. Mm-hmm. And there was a war, but not in the way you expected there to be a war. Yeah. All the Hmong come to the reservation fully loaded and they don't have a shootout. They end up leaving and the war happens very subtly somewhere else. So I like the fact that you still got the the release but it was in a way you didn't expect to get it yeah I like that a lot
1: I thought really one of the I mean the the big pages in this where the um, where Bad Horse t- takes Diesel out into the desert <laughs> shoots him shoots him a lot two clips worth which is yeah. like 30 plus bullets just, just keep shooting him <laughs> and like and there's, a, there's and I don't think they've used this so far inner monologue His inner monologue the whole time Dash is saying to himself about just shooting him over and over and over again, and like the in the knees of what's happening, and and Diesel just
0: like, I shot him in the, the elbow head. again, and he starts screaming all oh, manner of horrible things about my mother.
1: But by the end, he's just screaming like an animal.
0: Yeah, um, really horrible. Really? A lot of people get shot. A lot of people get shot in yeah, this. That's and true. I actually really like the page where the the Mung go back to uh, where, are they, where are they from? Uh, wherever they're from, Samoa. Samoa. No, to whatever city <laughs> they're from. Long drive and. And they open the door to their apartment, and there's 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 Chief Red Cross standing yeah. there with a silenced pistol, and you go, oh fuck, and then he just yeah. suddenly you just go pop 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 pop, and they're all dead, and that's all for them. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, big cliffhanger again,
1: like which makes perfect sense. Yep. They really set it up earlier. I'm not going to say what it is, um, but it's like, ugh, that's just this that's is a, this is a masterpiece. A sticky
2: situation going on there. I'm, everyone just like Wolverine up next. Everyone needs to be reading scalped. Yeah, word. Um, Jason Aaron also wrote the, uh, out quote on the cover of Sweet Tooth number I was wondering, <laughs> yeah, I <know>. number six, <laughs> where he said, I would crawl over broken glass to read this, which is a great, uh, description. Um, Sweet Tooth is fine. Sweet Tooth, you know, we've been talking a lot about Jeff Lemire's work, um, and, you know, continue to get better, um, you know, as he fe- gets a feel for the monthly issue. But I, I had to laugh because Josh texted me while I was in the comic book store. He said, look at Sweet Tooth page two. And turn back to, to it to the well. Back to the well, it's a hockey it's a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we get a we get a little bit of insight into Jeopard, um his past is kind of his origin, so to speak. And understand what you know what he received in payment for delivering Sweet Tooth um, to the to the to the where what is that place called the the Preserve or whatever yeah. it is and okay. we got to see some other freaky animal kids and um, it just it's I'm totally pulled into this world and I want to see what happens I and, actually yes. was a, I was a little disappointed by this because
1: yeah. it went back to the well yeah because I know from oh what, reading... by the hockey thing yeah oh it's, it's one I know yeah. but like yeah. that's just like it's yeah. this thing I I was
2: really hoping to he see would totally him separate and do yeah. something different and yeah.
1: I mean, if that's gonna be his his oeuvre, that's fine. But yeah. I was well, just like... just to
2: clarify, Je- turns out Jeopard was a hockey player before all this. Whatever happened, the plague. Did he have
0: right? a brother whose wife he slept no, with? No, but, um, no. But
2: he was a, he was a hockey player, and he had a wife, and then this plague hit, and the wife apparently the wife didn't make it, and uh. you know, and and a lot more. So the hockey was only two pages in the beginning. It's not like yeah, but it was, yeah, but it, was it
1: was who he was, and yeah. I just I was I was
2: kind of I think I was hoping for
1: a, a touch more originality from what he'd done before, yeah. And it, the rest of the issue was good, but it, that colored it. I was like, yeah. you know, I, I like, I immediately made the joke, and I like, I don't. You don't want, want to joke think, about something. No, yeah. I don't want yeah. the fact that it made me make the joke means yeah. that it took me out of it immediately. Yeah, well,
2: so you're that always that getting taken. That's a big thing you complain about getting taken out of. I mean, I was okay with it. I mean, it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's you know, I mean, it, it was still a great story, and you, you now in the last issue where you hated Jeopard, it's hard. You feel for him, you know, like it was he still you did know, something awful, but you get the true. sense he's going to go back. I mean, yeah. the
1: thing was at the end of the last issue, which was my pick of the week. You know, he left him there, and you kind of thought maybe that's it. Yeah. And this now we know that's not going to be the case. He is going to go back, which is a little more standard. Yeah. Um. And so, I don't want to call it disappointing, but I was kind of hoping for something more yeah. surprising. I well,
2: think. we'll see. I mean, that's the thing. I, 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 with every issue comes out, I don't know what to expect, and I sure. like
0: that. So, yeah. if I if I hadn't had Siege as my pick, it would have been Red Robin number nine, just barely edging out Wolverine. Um. This is a great jumping on First of all, if anybody has dropped off of Red Robin and wants to get back. Or has a curious has been hearing a lot about Red Robin. He's back in, he's back in <laughs> Gotham. Say, I've been hearing about this Red Robin. <laughs> what do you say, Bill? In, previously to this, uh, Tim Drake has been in Europe and the Middle East searching for Batman. He's, this is the only place that's been dealing with the fact that Bruce is lost in time. And now that he's gathered evidence, he's returned to Gotham. And there's, there's a lot of great stuff where he's back in his hometown and he starts to feel better because he's been angry. And there's a very funny sequence where he's he beats up Killer Moth. The cops show up and they report that that um, that uh, Doctor Midnight has taken down Killer Moth <laughs> because everyone's been saying how the costume looks like Doctor Midnight. Mm-hmm. So they they're basically saying we realize that we're, we're we're moving on. And he runs into Superboy again. They have another great scene between them hanging out in Gotham, and and it's just it's sort of a return home. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot you know him him swinging around and missing the town and. And deciding maybe he should ditch the costume because maybe he's beyond that. It's just really reestablishing Tim in in Gotham. And then, of course, Ra's al Ghul shows up again and says, well, I'm not done with you because he's, he's been chasing him across the Middle East and says, uh, you, you basically, in the last arc Tim took out the League of Assassins, he d- just destroyed them. And now he says, Razagul says he's going to destroy everything Tim loves in Gotham. So that's setting up the next the next conflict is going to be him and Razagul. And in the very end, he goes back to the cave to get help from. from Dick or Damien ends up having to get help from Stephanie because she's the only one there
1: is Damien like how what's Damien standing with Ra's al Ghul do they
0: he hasn't really there hasn't been a lot of um, they haven't really come into conflict with each other yet that mm-hmm. I've seen there hasn't been a lot of interaction between the two yeah, of that's, them
1: that's so I don't really I mean it's but, interesting that he
0: would be there at the same time that Damien's there and yeah. they interact it feels like he should well Damien's off getting getting spinal surgery yeah, that's true. or whatever like, it is he's just dead quickly. and then he's gonna be a dick Ron I drop Buffy you blew it, my friend. Yeah, I heard you that. blew it. Yeah, but it. you know what? I decided. I heard all the good words about it, but then blew it. It's kind of like with the series where I just got to a point where I didn't. I don't really care anymore. Blew I don't it. really care anymore. This, this was you know. the
2: best issue of Buffy, clearly, in at least in a year. Oh, um, that's not hard. So, that's not hard to. Do. No, but in that longer. So it's the first issue of Twi- The Twilight series, issue number thirty-two. The Twilight uh, story, uh, written by Brad Meltzer. Um, it, the it, the issue starts off with um, Xander. Uh, helping Buffy test her new powers. Basically, mm-hmm. she's gotten superpowers, so it starts with her outrunning a bullet and Bandor, Xander run. And I'm, I, I thought you read it. I'm so upset because I was looking forward to talking. to no, you no, I am So upset. I dropped it. Um, Xander, you know, <laughs> you um, said it so
1: pretty. Like, nah, I dropped it. Yeah. I don't care,
2: dude. <laughs> Xander going through saying, "Do you have X-ray vision? Do you, you, you yeah. know? Can you do this? Can you do that?" And there's a great sequence where he's trying to explain to her. Yes, or can you phase? She's like, what's that? He's like, well, you kind of turn into a ghost and you can slip through things. And when you do that, it makes electronics not work and you'll be a spunky brunette. And like, he's basically saying, Are you kidding? And yeah. like, and Buffy just not being fresh. He's like, I don't see the point of that. But, um, which is kind of funny. And then there was another great moment. This was laden with a lot of comic stuff. As a yeah. comic reader, I enjoyed it because there's one point where, um, where Faith, uh, Giles and Andrew, uh, wake up. They were teleported in Twilight's the villain's lair. And in it, there's a big machine and it's the, it's the Psycon uh, machine from the, from the X Men Teen Titans crossover. Oh, really? And so Andrew's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, he did it. You know, the dual compartments, the Simonson design. So there's a lot of comics meta kind of stuff in here. So it's a comic. But it was just written really, really well. And it was just like the story flowed, it moved it forward. We find out that Buffy's getting these powers because Slayers are dying all around the world and she's absorbing their powers and getting amped up. Um, and so that's of course yeah, a bad like, thing.
0: What, what story have I Why heard? didn't that Iron happen Stars. before yeah. when she didn't no, have when there were no other slayers? Why didn't you have? I, the I, I, don't, I don't know. I
2: don't. Know. So I, I'm only on season four of the TV show, so I'm that's when on. I stopped watching. But
1: um, I noticed the cover
2: in the store on the shelf, like from a distance. And the I was like, all, one, the the variant, or the the one, one you've got. I there. got the variant. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. Action Comics. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's yeah. a neat cover, and yeah. I remember thinking that specific. And I don't
1: ever look for that, so that was interesting
2: Yeah, well, this is the variant one. They do the other painted one with the
0: yeah, but it was great. It was so it was back to form. It was awesome. No. Demo, volume two, number one. So the return of Demo, which was which is Brian Wood and Becky Cloonan's Anthology series.
2: Yes. Uh, not, well, not Anthology. I mean, it's one It's one-shots. It's not anthology. But, but it's, it's anthology. a series of... Yeah, a series of stories. 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 Yeah, that's what an Anthology is. I think of an Anthology is multiple creators and that sort of thing. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Anthology, yeah. by yeah. definition, yeah. is separate stories. Yeah, right. yeah. anyway, but it's one one and done issues. Um, I talked to Brian Wood on Talksplode. Um, if you didn't hear that, you can go back to the feed and download that. Hear him talk about coming back to this title. Um... I loved the title when it was out. I thought it was great. the whole The whole premise is it's one it's it's one issue stories about people kind of discovering their powers, um, and they're taking it in a little more less specific,
0: stereotypical comic book powers. But they sort of um, went off that in the first volume, even in the, in towards that, the end. Yeah, yeah he wasn't was. just about people. I don't. Yeah. I not even find this about. I mean, this is this in this issue, the woman has a premonition, then she goes to. Uh, Investigated. I don't. I didn't see superpowers in this at all. Right. Well, she could see the yeah. future. She, yeah, she saw was her future. Yeah, but she had a dream about it. That's yeah. not. That's more. That's yeah. more fantasy. You know than yeah. superpowers.
2: Yeah. Well, low I don't level, know.
1: About. Low level superpowers she yeah. can't
0: control or or
2: utilize in any useful way. Right. In fact, it almost kills her yes yeah. <laughs> in fact I, th- and I thought she was gonna I, I figured it out like halfway through Yeah. and I was like oh and and when she she doesn't die and so I was relieved that she didn't now die she's got so. all that credit card debt to deal with though. yeah exactly yeah, she's problem? gonna wish she was dead <laughs> I, um, I thought I thought the one difference between this and the old demo series is Becky Cloonan's art she's is vastly improved in the past six years she was she yeah. was really good yeah it's really it really good very crisp and very yeah. tight and uh, I think it's very strong
1: art. It yep, looked looked really good. I don't know if that if she's just gotten a lot better. They were sort of pushing her to do you know, you know she was doing this before. It was a back end pay thing, you know. And this time, you yeah, know, it's now Virgo's paying Virgo's paying. You know, you know yeah. like so, this you got to do a good job, step up, and she totally totally did. Yeah, uh, in that way, um, I found the story a little like for me. I didn't really like demo the first time all that much. Mm-hmm. I can see why you would, but I think it's just a, a. I was a little
2: bored by it, I guess. Were you bored by this issue? Yeah. Oh. All right. That's I enjoyed it. I know. I know. Yeah, I read yeah, it. I was like, I was
1: going to say that was the greatest thing
2: ever. No, I don't think it was the greatest thing ever. I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was really, really good. I thought it was yeah. really tight. I mean, as a, as a single story, I understood what was going on. I understood what she was dealing with. I thought
0: the the the, the on a whim trip and everything was was great. I, it, I, it, was, I, I, it was it was it, it's nice to have a change of pace these, yeah. of these stories, these one issue character pieces. And I
2: was really curious if Brian Wood was going to be able to go back here as quickly, considering it's been so long. And and I did talk to him about that, and I thought he did. I thought you know it was if you would hand me this with the old demo series, I wouldn't. Known there was a six-year gap, other than the art being a yeah. lot better.
0: So, yeah. with Justice Society of America annual number two, I'm now done with the Justice Society. I dropped this a while ago. Yeah, I've I've been trying because okay. for five plus years, Justice yeah. Society has been one of my favorite books. I love the characters, Jeff Johnson. me love them, but. I don't know who the hell these people are anymore. They don't act like the people that that were in the Jeff Johns book. They act like they just met each other. They all hate each other. They're getting in fights. Mm. They all follow Magog over like Jay and Alan. They it's like ugh, I I almost blame Jeff Johns for putting Magog into the, into the <laughs> team to begin with. That's a good but, point. But uh, I I'm done. I, I got I'm done. I just it's it's it made it made me sad to read it. Yeah. You know, and it's, it sucks because the the rest the regular Justice Society book has a backup feature about Liberty Bell and Our Man on international <laughs> romantic adventures, and I want to read that.
2: Oh man, yeah.
0: But uh, I'm done. I this is I I, I I I I'm in the letters column this week. I me, I mentioned it much like when Aaron Sorkin left the West Wing, and all of a sudden everybody was acting weird. Yeah. You remember that?
1: Listen, I watched all the
0: way through West Wing, which you refused to watch the rest of it, and it got good again. So right, but in the beginning, they all like they they all. You got to
1: fight through it. The last season was spectacular. All
0: right, well, I'm done anyway, with that. Didn't isn't Bravo skipping the sixth season or something like that? Like I don't know that Yeah, that season. I don't yeah. know. But okay. Jonah Hex fifty two. I love Jordy Burney. Uh, yes. and i you. Didn't. Did you get Torpedo? No, I, I sure looked through it? at the it's store really though. Good. Yeah. You should get it. Yeah. No, I know. I said it before when I, when I he first I came I on, I didn't like him. I love that you came around on it. Oh, totally. I was reading this and I was like this is, he's just perfect
1: for this yeah this he is. is great
0: and that's that's a lot I mean beyond that there's not a lot to say other than Joe Hex kills a kid in this. When he sometimes you gotta kill a kid sometimes you gotta kill a kid it wasn't his fault no the kid was trying to kill him he was bushwhacked yeah.
1: Uh, yeah it was I mean he's like, almost like what else can you say about it yep. they came up with I'm still fascinated that 52 issues in they're still able to come up with a, a, a new story every time and it's It's not terribly formulaic, really. It's not in that, like, oh, he stumbles onto this kind of thing, and then this happens. It's a little bit different every time, and it's fascinating. Uh, You think it's going to go one way, and you don't really know, except you know that in the end, everyone's going to be dead except for Hex.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Criminal Number 4, Part 4 of the Sinner storyline, it wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing, but like I feel like every time I read criminal, I slip into that criminal world and I read the story and I really enjoy it and then I walk away from it you know like I, I really
1: like this issue yeah, uh, yeah. and I, and I'd sort of been slipping away from the book in general, you know, a little less interested because it's kind of the same yeah um but I, I like the lawless character a lot and I liked the the contra- I liked the, the choices that this issue made him take yeah and, and yeah. the way that the plot lay you know sort of Came together, and the, the you know the Chinese boss, and the and the kids, and and just and the the uh, other the army guy chasing
2: the, him. There was the great scene with Lawless talking to the bartender. Mm-hmm. I thought that scene I really enjoyed. The the guy who runs the undertow. Yeah, like that argument. I thought that was great. Yeah, so that was a really strong issue. I actually
1: yeah. I, I I don't remember if
0: I give this four or five stars, but.
1: Yeah, um, it was my favorite one of these in a while. Yeah, so I was losing it just a little
0: bit. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it it, it sort of re not totally re sparked me but it. I really
1: didn't like the last arc, and I think that that. Yeah, it hurt yeah. the momentum of the, the writer who had the like.
2: Yeah. The. Yeah. Oh, I liked that one a lot. I liked it. No, I didn't like it. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Ron and I don't agree on things,
0: and that's <laughs> uh, That's not. That's, <laughs> I know. You Ten hide. years later. Yeah. <laughs> Invincible Iron Man, Josh.
1: Invincible Iron Man. Now you guys know me very well, and uh, th- one of the things that I can't stand uh, in fiction is now that's retarded uh, <laughs> is is dream sequences. Yes, you and, hate like, them and like like psychotropic flashbacky. Yep. You know who? Uh, who nanny? What's the word I'm looking for? Hallucinations, that kind yep. of thing. Yep. Now half of this book takes place inside Tony Stark's mind, and. Um, and it's Stephen Strange is in there. I'm not, am I supposed to call him Dr. Strange anymore? Can I do yeah, he's that? Still, he's still a he's medical just, doctor. He's still
0: He's, still certified. he's not so he's sort of certified. have been well. in there
1: for like two or three issues. Yeah. He's trying to get him to walk towards the, like, remember the who he
0: is and blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> and we all know what's going to happen.
0: He's going to come out of it, get the armor, and go punch Roman yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So that part, whatever, I can take or leave. It does end with a cliffhanger at the end where, like, the ghost has found. The ghost is scary, by the way. The ghost? I don't know if it's the ghost or ghost, but the one from Thunderbolts.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a creepy, creepy-looking character.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah He's, yeah. like, after them, and he finally yeah. found his way, and I don't know if you guys remember, but it, they were in, like, a little, like, hidden place, and, and Captain America was there, and yeah. and now it's just, um, Pepper and Maria Hill. Ooh, And hot. they don't have any weapons, and, and like, they're just, like, kind of helpless. Um... And so the end of it was really exciting because, you know, like the ghost shows up and Tony's still on it, like, you know, laid out. He's not, his mind isn't there. Some walkabout. You're like, you're like ooh, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. But there is a fantastic, fantastic page in this where both Pepper and Maria realize and um, come out to each other. Whoa. Uh, no, no, not like that, that. That Tony slept with both of them. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like it comes out, like one of them saying, well, and then I slept with him. And he he's like, oh, you slept with him?
2: Wow! And it, there's a I didn't know Maria slept with oh, it's a, it Well, that's
1: the thing: is they yeah. stuck it in there? Is a really yeah. good page? Yes, he We're did. Like the last, yeah. of course, he did. <laughs> <laughs> the last line in the page: she's hot. She's, yeah. she's short, dark hair, and she's yeah. international operative. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. She was a skin tight outfit. Yeah. And nuts, <laughs> no, she's, and she's a second in command. Yeah, that's terrible. What I just said.
2: <laughs> oh um,
1: no! But the last, the last line on it: they both sort of look at him. And he's laid out. Yeah, just like and they're like Tony fucking Stark. I mean, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. it's it's whatever you know, blurred out. Yeah, or the,
0: yeah, you know, symbols. Awesome. But it cool. was it was a
1: great page. Yeah. How much that's
0: longer that's can scary. the dream sequence last? I don't. I want it over. All right. I mean,
1: the thing is, if the ghost, if ghost is there, ostensibly the beginning of the next issue, he's got to come out of that shit within a few pages. Yeah. yeah. And I want him out of it because it was a really good idea, but too long now.
0: The, sc- <laughs> the scariest ghosts are Civil War ghosts. Yeah. All right. From those Unsolved Mysteries Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yes. those are not good. Haunted tank. Bad news. I still think about those when yeah. I try to sleep. For the first time in over two decades, the National Comics Entertainment Convention is coming to downtown Chicago, and Ron and yes. I will be there. Yes, we will. You can make your plans now to attend C2E2, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, this April 16th through the 18th. You can join thousands of comic book fans, creators, celebrities... Are we either? Are any of those? We're fans. No, we're not. We're fans, yeah. For a weekend of fun and excitement in the city of Broad Shoulders. Is that what I, is that really? where they're going with it? I never know? heard anybody yeah. say that until Chris Niesman said it. Yeah, exactly. And then another exactly. the year's... Been, yeah, no. I think Chris made it up. I I'm going to say that know. line again. Fun and excitement in the Windy City. Yes, The second city. There we go. The flyover city. Yeah, the flyover city. Okay, there we go. A hub city. Yeah, hub. Yeah, a hub. Definitely a hub city. Windy city. <laughs> yeah. Special guests for this year's show include Alex Ross, Jeff Smith, Jeff Johns, Mike Mignola... Ethan Van Skyver and hundreds more of your favorite creators and some lowly podcasters. Tickets are only $25 for a one-day pass, $50 for an entire weekend. You can find the full list of guests, events, and purchase tickets at C2E2.com. But wait, there is more. C2E2 and iFanboy are giving you a chance to win tickets and exclusive C2E2 merchandise before the big weekend. We'll be giving away one amazing VIP package, three weekend passes, five exclusive C2E2 posters signed by creator and guest of honor, Alex Ross, and 15 limited edition C2E2 t-shirts. And that grand prize is lunch with an editor from Marvel. And who's paying for that lunch? Uh, C2E2. Not us. Not, 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 not the us Marvel not, editor? Yeah. C2E2 people. The winner doesn't have uh, to pay for it? No, the yeah. winner does not. You get, to, yeah. you get to go and pay. You, yeah. buy, you, you buy You buy Steve Wacker lunch yeah. now. <laughs> no,
2: no, not so yeah. Yeah, Tom Reaver, don't go to the... Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, don't uh, take uh, CV. Uh, yeah, don't take <laughs> CV. Yeah. If, you get, if you draw CV, you're screwed. It's going to be expensive.
0: <laughs> but delicious. Yeah. So entering the contest is very easy. You go to www.c2e2.com slash ifanboy. Put your name and your email in there, and that is all it takes. We'll be drawing winners from the, from all of the entries on March 19th. Yep. Stay tuned for more exciting news from our official C2E2 after-party plans. And we'll the, be there the the saying party, goodbye
2: to Around Comics. Yeah, the party plans are coming together, folks. So if you're going to be in the a, Chicago area for this, you're not going to want to miss can it. Can
1: I announce my contest uh, to buy me
2: lunch? <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat with me and if you <laughs> want to buy me lunch. Yeah, I'll, you, I'll take pictures of me eating it. i you my napkin. Yeah. If
0: you want to find out more about the after-party plans, find out ways to win tickets and exclusive merchandise, just follow C2E2 on Twitter at C2E2. Yep.
2: All right, so uh, Nova, number. we're going to fly through the rest of the books. All the books. We, why did we decide to do this? That's um, awesome. So, Josh, were you upset <laughs> by Nova number 34 because your boy went out like a punk again? I noticed. Again. I don't think landing and, and uh add
1: that landing. like yeah Black
2: Black Bull Bull. very much Black Bull, uh so in, in in the pages of Nova you've got the young Sphinx and the old Sphinx and their their selection of champions squaring <laughs> off. <laughs> this book is ridiculous. This book is awesome. It's great. And so you've got you know, you've got uh one on one battles and Black Bull gets destroyed. Sphinx
1: hates himself. Yeah he does. And he's yeah. such a dick to himself. Yep, he is. Um no that's that's true. He does. I feel like the, Dead. Black Bolt the sense that there's like a by Basilisk. Point, at, the cer- Who that? at a certain point, uh, they turned, like, I feel like at one point Black Bolt was the most powerful character yep. at Marvel, and they've been like a systematic mm-hmm. shutting his ass down. Yeah, exactly. Now there's
2: two books he's dead in. Yeah, and, yeah, he, and crazy. he got lost. Yeah, yeah. So I don't so know how that works. I don't think he's coming back. Anyway. It's a fun issue. All right, um, Blackest Night, the question number 37.
0: <laughs> the star of this book was Bill Sienkiewicz, the non star was the story. Yeah, well, the the star the star was Bilson Kevich until towards the end when it got really rough and loose. Uh, I liked it though. I like yeah. him rough and loose. Christ,
1: he only had a week to well, finish this after the star.
2: <laughs> well, what was tough was that if you look at it, uh, Dennis Cowan did the pencils and uh, Bilson Kevich and John St- Stanash Stanisci or whatever. Stamos? No, John Stanishi oh. is credited as ink, so you could tell that it wasn't Kevich.
0: Yes, but I still all like I still love the texture that his art no, brings. And to And like, what
2: happened was that it started and I got really excited because I went, "Ooh, Kevich!" I got excited again, and by the end of it, I was like, oh, I didn't really see it all the way through." I was just
0: yeah. I was disappointed. There was enough of it though that it made it worthwhile. Yeah. I yeah. guess in this one Charlie comes back. Yeah. Vic. Yeah. yeah, and he yeah, fights yeah. Lady yeah. Shiva, he fights. Uh, what's his Char- name? Vic or Charlie? It's both, apparently. I don't like I like Vic. Vic I don't like yeah. Charlie. We call him Charlie, yeah. Like Renee calls him Charlie. Screw right. that, it's Vic. All right, anyway. Here, Josh, take a look while we talk, while we talk about Black Knight Wonder Woman number 3 of 3. Okay. The great thing about this issue? Yep. One inker. On Nicola Scott. Yes, agreed. It's
2: the same art all the way through, and it yeah. looked great. It was consistent. It was beautiful. It was Nicola Scott should be on Wonder Woman. Make that happen now, DC. Um, the, the negative thing of it was is that there seems to be a major impactful two-page <laughs> spread moment when uh, pink uh, star sapphire Wonder Woman uh, wraps me- Red Lantern Mira in the, in the lasso, and we see this flood of memories and truth that show all of Wonder Woman's loves, you know? Um, well, no, just or, the one. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, Which I'll talk about in a second. Yeah, and then all of Mira's rage, and you see a lot of Black Manta, you see a lot of who I assume is Aquaman. Yes. A sleeping Aquaman, a kissing Aquaman, there's a baby, and then the next pages are like, you never told him. And she's like,
0: when could I? The like, conversation about reacting to That, I have no idea what happened. I, no I, idea. I've, been re- I've read every Aquaman comic for the last... Ten to fifteen years. I don't know what the. You fuck, don't know what this I, stuff I means, what that means. I assume it's going to be explored later on, and this will be one. Of I'm those hoping things, there's yeah. an Aquaman book that comes out of this. We talk about that. I, I what I, I I was I didn't know what the hell that was. But what I find amusing is in the same vein of Paul Dini pushing his agenda of putting yep. a Batman and his Atana together. Yeah, Rucka is just pushing hard on this Wonder Woman Batman pairing. Yeah, I love that they the two of them the women writers will just go powers. fuck it. This is what I want. Yeah, and it's happening in separate books. That's what this is. Well, that's what it was just one. There's one moment. There's a one. This whole yeah. this whole thing in the series has been she she's she's you know been talking more about Can being in love with Bruce her Amazonian
2: womb. Well, He's not a
0: superpower. <laughs> anyway. Um, but it looked good and... Uh, just so annoying that there's two pages that I just have no idea. Yeah, I didn't know what they were either. No Nobody, they I can't find it anywhere on the yeah. internet that people know either. Um,
2: Batman Confidential number 41. Uh, I, I don't I don't buy this title. I got it because this is written and drawn by Sam Keith with colors by Jose Villaruba. And it is beautiful. If you like art, you need to get this. I heard was, I heard it looked really nice. It was beautiful. It was awesome. art. Told right. so. Tell me more. So so good. Um, cable. Cable number twenty three. God, end this story. My God. How, like, it's Are, is been, it twenty five? The end? It's been years. I don't know when it's going to end. Twenty five is the end. I they just it. keep going on. And
1: you have to keep buying cable. Yes. I, mean, I get the X Men, but
2: cable? right. Well, because it's got the hope. It's got the girl, and now she's like she's like a uh, like late teens. She's like, a hot she's late hot, teens, late
0: redhead. Oh, yeah, she's developed. Yeah, so no more no more X. Does it does it end with with Bishop chasing oh, them? But
2: yes, Bishop is still chasing them. Although now now they jumped in time again, and now they're in Central Park, 1933, which is kind of funny because you met and there's like a moment where they're in the park
0: and there's like people walking and they all stop and look at them, which I think is really kind of funny. That's The funny. villain's not Norman Osborn? oh uh, yeah, I know. So in, in issue 25, it switches over to Deadpool and Cable again, doesn't it? Oh yeah, Ooh, then I can stop buying. It. You used to love that book. No, I bought it like twice. It and was... you
2: made your pick of the week once. Yeah, that was there's, there's the screw with everybody because it was San Diego. just wanted good. to get it yeah, Exactly. It was good though. <laughs> Uh, Marvel Heartbreakers number one. This one
0: shot. Um, I think we should we should give the backstory in this. What's the backstory? Which is when these when the pull lists were made on Monday. Ron <laughs> sends us an email saying, "I got your pick of the week right here with a link to Marvel Heartbreakers." And Josh <laughs> and I both went, "Oh, fuck. It came really close." <laughs> no, um, it didn't.
2: No cigar. It did, I've been enjoying these little anthology books that they pulled. I guess some of this was up on Marvel Digital before and was printed. I can I can see that. Yeah. Um, just really not very good, unfortunately. It was,
0: you know, yeah. the the, the Spider Man story was kind of cute. It's it's all
2: this the Boom Boom uh, What's Her Face story I did was was not good. No. Um, uh, our friend Jim McCann wrote a story about Beauty uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, Dazzler and Beast that was good. As an X Men fan, I enjoyed it. I didn't really love uh, the art by David David Lopez. I didn't unfortunately, love the art in that. yeah, that was nicely but, colored too. I,
0: that was the best story. That was the best it, story. It, it yeah. sort of recalled that yeah. golden era of Marvel with yeah. the late eighties. Yeah.
2: And I'll be honest with you, I didn't read the last story. I got two
0: pages in the last story. Yeah, I, just, I the it Alpha Flight Aurora. I skipped it. Yeah, <laughs> no good. Anyway. Yeah, it was kind of a disappointment. Uh,
2: Savage Dragon 157. Um, we're halfway through the Dragon War story arc, and it just is awesome. Eric Larson rules, he's a god. It's just I can't even go into why it is. This is why we don't usually do yeah. every book
0: we read. Exactly. See, people ask, they say, "Why did you talk about this book?" We say, "Because we got, got do nothing do to say about it." it. Yeah, it just now you know what happens. We have
2: nothing to say about. When, it. You know say about when it. you're in the middle of a story arc where not
0: like stuff happened but nothing. Yeah. yeah was, so quit bugging me. Yeah. So this will be a this will be a lesson learned for people. Savage yeah. Dragon rules that you should be reading. Doom Patrol number seven was the final issue of the backup story. Just the just Kevin McGuire. Still reading? Oh Yeah, because of that. Well, Kevin McGuire has gone. I thought this is the final issue. They end the backup story here. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because it, it, I've been buying it for the backup story but I've been finding myself intrigued with the main story well, I think if it's doing a really good Five job
1: seven issues, you want to be more than intrigued no
0: but, bit, but the point of of the characters are becoming more and more interesting with every issue and mm-hmm. I am interested enough to read 8 without the backup and give 8 a shot and I may not like it but it's been he he brings back some more cr- crazy Jane shows up in this one, and um, Oberon from the old Justice League days shows oh, up. To, I like Oberon. I like Oberon. He, um, his business is to relocate superheroes, <laughs> like a moving service for superheroes. Yeah, so he cool. comes in to move the Doom Patrol, and he's got you know specialized with all their 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 dimensional portals and all you know the specialized <laughs> handling. That was that was an interesting you know neat you little scene. You can't pick up guys at the Home Depot to do that. No, you, no, can't. you <laughs> can't trust them. You mess them with your um, matter generators. Now, G.I. Joe Origins number something twelve. Was the origin of Baroness as drawn by Ben Templesmith. Smith? Ooh, oh, shit! Yes.
2: Ooh, Mark Andrico wrote it too. Yes, Mark good.
0: Andrico wrote it, and it was gorgeous. Was it?
2: Oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I should pick that
0: um, up. It was basically the origin of Baroness. Not a lot, you know. Not I she didn't was. Know about she's that. is she's, she German? She's uh the Austria. the Countess de Cobray. Right, Wisconsin actually. Yeah, de it's the she's it's Wisconsin. the of the Wisconsin de Cobrays. Really? <laughs> and um, I remember them from the Yacht club.
2: <laughs> what are the odds that her last name would be de Cobe like Cobe? Yeah, Ask Lara Hema. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um,
0: but it's just you know she she's a she's a rich countess. She gets dissatisfied. She's Arp a Co. she's a she's a revolutionary. She meets up with a Spanish revolutionary who convinces her to kill her family. She does. She's and a countess from what country though? It's country? one of those nebulous Eastern European countries. Right. But uh, it you know it's just her her she she meets the revolutionary. She she kills her family. Okay. And then ends up with Cobra, ends up going back and killing the revolutionary for Cobra. But it was just oh, it was the it was, it was the, circle the, comes around. It was the draw was the fantastically moody and atmospheric art of Ben Temple Smith and I cool. love this. He should draw the series. Oh, yeah. I
1: don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it's probably
0: not gonna happen. But it was real nice and I, I love this look. If you're Ben Temple then check it out.
1: Next up, Superman World of New Krypton number twelve. This was the last
0: of this series. It's um
1: I had made some cuts, mostly due to economic choices, on a lot of books, but I kept this one all the way through, of all the Superman books, and um, I don't know if I really should have. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I liked bits of it, but it wasn't the same book at the end that it was at the beginning, and there no. was no finality to it. Like, I was expecting a 12-issue story, that at the end, we had a 12-issue story. You know, right. Like, a full-on thing, and it really just led back to Superman, and I found that a little disappointing.
0: Well, there is, there's going to be a, a wonk special. <laughs> Superman wonk. Special wonk. Sup- it's one of those every night. Superman, the last day, Under Krypton number one. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Do you, like, yes and no. I mean, I enjoy the, the tapestry of the Superman world. I I'm reading you. all the books. That's I like a, the
1: character. I like the world. I just wanted, like, I just.
0: No, I, I it definitely see that
1: as being one thing, and it, it just sort of, it the like, it got weird after a little while, um, where it just it had gone off the path it was on, and then I was like, they're not going to be able to finish this story up by the 12th issue. And yeah. They didn't they? Just it just kind of stopped. Yeah. And so that that felt like an unsatisfying ending.
0: You know, you never know the backstory. They may have they may have had to rush things to get to the World War of Superman, whatever the next yeah. story is. But it, I, I I, I've been enjoying all the Superman books. So. Yeah. It was all right. So that was what we thought of all of the books. Well, no, we, I read two more, and we're going to include them in the yeah, user I'm reviews. Yeah, no, I I'm know, doing I a segue right now. I know. Well, no, I know, but you know, I read the books Can you tell we...
1: we've been working all day? <laughs> Shit's tired. That's we what
0: we cranky? thought of the books that we read all of I read two them. more books. And we're about to get to those. Okay, good. First, we're going to I hear what you two. thought of those two books. <laughs> we're going to read a user review. If you go to <laughs> iFemma.com, you can make your pull list. You can write and review books, and you can write user reviews. We'd like to spotlight some of them on the show. The first one is from GL Warm seventy six. He reviewed Siege Embedded number two. He gave the story a three out of five, and the art a three out of five. Wrong. <laughs> he, well, on both counts, yeah. honestly. And the pick of the week percentage was 0.09%. And here's GL176's entire review of Siege Embedded number two. I love the idea of this book Osborne using the media to control the public perception of his actions, and Ben trying to expose the truth, but the execution is weak at best. The art is effective, but the artist isn't given a lot to play with because of the way the story is structured. I know the story shouldn't have tons of action, but when I was finished reading the issue, I felt that it wasn't worth the price of admission. There's no excitement or fun to be had, and the story is easily forgotten.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Josh's hair is big right now. Watch out, we got got big hair Josh. Josh got worked up. He's on the loose. Uh, You know... I would I would read a book about a road trip with Volstagg. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean,
1: quite honestly, the first half. He was, just yeah. said it wasn't fun. I yeah. was like, What is more fun than a road trip with Volstag? And he's like bounds out of the truck.
2: He's- <laughs> I do. I, I require more pork rinds. <laughs> that was like, it was. It was a ton of fun. Oh, I it thought. was great. It was re- really, really good. And the thing is that you made the comment about the art. And now, now we are big Chris Somney fans. Like it's gonna, yeah, you know, like. Dude. But the thing is, that you say that Chris Somni wasn't given a lot to work with, and yet, it, but. What he did with it was is a, is a, great. I'm loving it. You know, and like and we've talked about how Chris uses shadows and darkness and stuff yep. like that. And this is a very this is a bright issue. Yeah. Yep. And it looked great. It just looked awesome. Um, I thought it was stronger than the last issue. Yes. Mean. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. A lot of lot, crazy what shit happened that? at the end. What look at these panels. What the, yeah. Volstag fighting. Um, going out like a warrior. You know, like uh, uh, this is great. It was a lot He's of fun. A Volstag
1: riding one of those goblin gliders. Yeah. From Hammer. That was pretty yeah. funny. That was a totally fun issue. Yep. Uh, in much the way that the last one, I wasn't. I wasn't in love with the story. Of the last one, and yeah. this one, I was like.
2: And Ben made a Ben and the dude made a break for it. The guy faked a seizure. How <laughs> great was that? Know, it, it was, was like uh, it was just
1: two normal guys. Yeah,
2: exactly. running exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, I I had so much fun with this issue. Yeah, that was a great one. It
0: was, it was, was really it was fun really good. And the final book that we bought and read this week, that will be totaling all the books we bought and read, we're never doing this again, by no. The way. no, never. Actual Butt reviewed Ultimate Comics X number one. He gave the story a 3 out of 5 and the art a 5 out of 5, and the pick-a-week percentage for the community was 0.23%. And this is Actual Butt's entire review. He says, this book showed me that maybe Jeff Loeb isn't a lost cause after all. Well-paced, complex, and yet simple enough for new readers, Ultimate X number one has got me excited for the Ultimate Universe again. Art Adams' pencils are the only reason I bought this in the first place. I'm happy to report that he delivered as usual. His textures are what I have always loved about the most, and the setting of this book gave him ample space to showcase them. Every surface is so wonderfully tactile, and I felt like I could draw my finger across the page and feel them for myself.
2: Now, I share what happened to him in that I bought this immediately for Art Adams. Adams. I got home and went, Loeb! I didn't realize I didn't even realize Loeb was writing it. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty. It was, it was pretty actually. Good. It was actually. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, basically, because they killed Wolverine in the whole Ultimatum event, we get introduced to the fact that Wolverine had a son out there that was secretly being raised by uh, James and Heather Hudson, who were the who in Marvel regular was that's Guardian uh, from Alpha Flight. Oh, is it? Gu- yeah. Um, and so. But they live in Florida, so I guess they were just throwing Alpha Flight out the window in the Ultimate <laughs> Universe,
0: which is fine. The only the um, only thing yeah. that about this issue that, that that got me was Kitty shows up, Yeah, and I went, don't you touch my kitty. Exactly. Because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> it's Kitty, Ultimate Kitty from Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So I was like, oh no, Jeff Loeb. Yeah. but um, you keep your hands off my kitty, but she was fine in the issue. But so Wolverine had a son named James.
1: Um, I'm not reading this book, but I yeah. just saw what looks like he's in Quint's cabin. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. John, yeah. 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 John, yeah. yeah. Exactly. he makes the shark stew. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's building a really boat is, in there. Yeah. yeah um, no, I thought, it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. And I it's a good it was way good. to get
2: Wolverine back in the Ultimate Universe, so that's fine. So um, I
0: thought the art was fantastic, yeah, and
2: the story was fine. Adams was great. Let's
0: see if he can do it on a monthly basis. Yeah, that's, that's, that'll be the question. The only kind of goofy thing was the metallic claws. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was I don't like know. he pops bone claws. And then metal And then all of a sudden, over. metal just oh. sort of yeah. sheaths over. Why which, mess with that? Yeah, well. Why mess with that? I don't
1: know. Guys, I require pork rinds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so those are the books that came
2: out. If you go to ifanboy.com forward slash comics, you can see all the books that came out. Do your pull list and all that fun stuff. Um, and when you're not reading comics, you should be listening to an audiobook. book. Um, we want to thank Audible for uh, sponsoring this episode. Audible is the place online to uh, buy and, and listen to audiobooks uh, you can download them to your iPod or any other device to listen to them um, they've got over 60,000 titles across all genres like science fiction fantasy that sort of thing um, if you go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash ifanboy you can sign up you get a free audiobook and a free 14 day trial I've signed up for it and I kept on kept on going after the 14 days and I've been listening to audiobooks it's is awesome um, went in and found a pick for you if you're a fan of Greg Rucka like I know you are you should listen to Patriot Acts. i I'm is, a fan of Greg Rucka yeah you should listen to Patriot Acts which is uh, the audiobook of his book uh, the audiobook version of his book that came out and uh, I think the audiobook was released in 07 um, 10 hours and it's narrated by Jonathan Davis I, w-
1: I wish it was narrated by Greg Rocca That'd be, that would be <laughs> 10 awesome. hours of him
2: that would be awesome so um, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash ifanboy sign up download Patriot Acts give it a listen Um, And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Um, And we also want to thank Trades for sponsoring this episode where you can save up to 37% off. You get free shipping on orders over $50. They've got over 9,000 trade paperbacks in stock and ready to order. New releases come out every Wednesday, and we make an order. It usually ships within 48 hours. You want to go to InStockTrades.com where you can find this month's Book of the Month, The Nom. Volume 1. Volume 1. Connor wrote the Book of the Month review. We're going to talk about that next week because we ran long. Um, we did every book. We did every book you we asked bought. For yeah, it. no one asked for this. Yes, they, they do. Ask. Oh, they asked Okay, so there you go. So never we, happening again. So, yeah, Enjoy exactly. it. it. Good thing we did this Let week. Let it wash over week. you. Savage Dragon came out. So it's still good. So you have time on Monday to go to Instock Trades, buy the Nam, and then and then um, come back next week when we talk about the book of the month. But also, we want to tell you about the Summit City Comic Con. Um, the good folks at DCBS and InStock Trades are putting together the Summit City Comic Con in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's going to be on May 22nd. Um, you want to go. SummitCityComicCon.com. check out all the information about it it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a nice a nice local smaller con it's not a big you know kind of thing like c 2 Mike Norton's gonna be there some other great artists are gonna be that's gonna be more focused on like a kind of like if you didn't go to Windy City Comic Con in Chicago it's gonna be similar to that I think and like it's one day focused on the artist you can really connect get some great stuff
0: I fanboys. Um, Josh Flanagan will be
2: there yes he will Josh has confirmed that he's going to be going to Indiana in May on uh, May 22nd for Summit City Comic Con uh, yeah, maybe sorry, sorry. maybe I think it
0: was Gordon the intern should go. Yeah, maybe Gordon should go
2: actually <laughs> maybe, you never know but so uh, check that out at SummitCityComicCon.com it's going to be a great show, a great show. you're going to want to check it out um, so that was all the books that we bought Oof. we're never doing this again uh, I mean, not the show I mean, yeah. we're going to do the show with you we're going to do the show but as far as I know I like structure yes you do yes you so, do Yeah. <laughs> so you do Connor that's the funniest sentence he's ever said so uh, as we talked about at the top of the show uh, we're giving away some Planet Hulk stuff
0: yes this is the month of giveaways there's going to be giveaways in every the Week show this week and this is the first giveaway it's a Planet Hulk giveaway which was from the nice people behind Planet Hulk the yep. Marvel DVD straight to DVD film it's an 80 yep. minute uh, adaptation of the Planet Hulk storyline we're giving away DVDs and posters. the The first posters are signed by Alex Ross. Keep in mind, these are yeah. like uh, this is a great prize. Well, the the, the cover of the DVD is as the Hulk by Alex nice. Ross grabbing yeah. a, grabbing a planet. Really nice image. And the grand prize winners of the posters are Timothy Boyson and Dale Philbrick. Timothy Boyson, Dale Philbrick, you I both Fanboy win. I members. I my members, you both win. Alex Ross posters, and they're signed by Alex Ross. And Matthew Scaba, you win a Blu-ray edition of Planet Hulk. Now, if you don't have a Blu-ray player. It comes with the digital copy, so you can play oh, it on your computer, okay. Or you can give it away to somebody who's got a Blu-ray player. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Schmidt, you win the DVD version. You yeah. win the, the regular DVD version. So those are our Planet Hulk winners.
2: Congratulations, guys! And, and all and and Chris, Matthew, Timothy, and Dale are all IFanboy members, and that's how they were eligible to win this stuff. And you're, if you're not an iF- IFanboy member, you're going to want to be because we've got such great stuff that's coming up that's being given away. Our next giveaway next week
0: is a Top Cow giveaway. I, I believe, believe it is. You can yeah. go to IFanboy.com. There's or a red Vertigo? post at the top. I think yeah. it's Top Cow. We've got
2: a Top Cow giveaway bundle. We've got a Vertigo bundle, and it's all culminating in our grand. Giveaway at the end of this month, which is if, um, and you're going to want to go check it out this week. Go to go to your comic shop this Wednesday, pick up Choker number one by Ben Templesmith and Ben McCool. Um, they've been kind enough to donate a signed copy of number one, and Ben gave us an original page of art from the uh, Choker preview that appeared in Liberty Comics number two. It's, it's the second page, it's the second thing he's ever drawn on this project.
0: And I'm keeping it.
2: Yeah, no, you're not. We're going to give it away. So you got to be an iFanboy member. If you go to ifanboy.com forward slash store, that's where you can sign up for a membership. Um, you can sign up for $4 a month, 42 bucks $42 a year, or $10 a month, 100 bucks a year. Um, and you get a great little prize pack, and the $100, $100 a year, 10 bucks a month, people get a T-shirt. So being a member pays, and somebody might be a lucky winner of Ben Temple Smith Original Art, which is valuable and awesome.
0: It is awesome. And really quickly, the T-shirts, the Battle Punk shirts are almost out. They are. There's a very small stack left. Immensely popular, Battle Punk Very popular battle plug shirt. I just so got mine. It's
2: good looking. Uh, yeah, it,
0: so if you are interested in getting a battle plug shirt, you better get on that and order it soon because we're almost out, and we're still doing pre-orders for the Fear Agent shirt, which we'll probably put into production at the end of the month soon yeah so get
2: pre-order your pre shirt while you can go to ifanboy.com forward slash store you're going to want to check out ifanboy don't miss if you haven't subscribed to that go to itunes and sign up for it to, uh, today uh chris neesman our good buddy from around comics has come over has been helping us out with it he's going to be talking to phil hester this monday about the anchor his series from boom i believe which, and, um, which
0: is coming out in the first trade is out this week the, yeah the last
2: issue of the series comes out as well as the trade which yep. is a great way to jump onto it listen phil's a great writer so listen to what he's got to say about that so subscribe to ifanboy don't miss um, and we did a talk explode last week with Brian Wood, um, so you're going to want to download and listen to that. We've got some other great stuff lined up coming your way soon.
1: Awesome. Go to iFanbow.com. Check out the Pick of the Week review that Ron wrote yes and all the discussion that took place after that a lot of you got lucky everyone was like
2: yeah a
0: lot of people agreed yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: you're right thank god Ron was here
0: <laughs> you asshole well there was 63% for the community so yeah. and, and
1: lots listen I could I could have I could have been like sure black is night one but that's not how I roll I have integrity oh. there's all sorts of great discussion that goes there go to ifimmo.com slash about to see who we is and how yeah. you can you can hook up with us on the internet.
2: yes you know? and you can call and leave Voice mail one eight 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 fanboys at three two six two six nine seven, or you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com We also have
0: a video show which we do every Wednesday. Last week was I have no I fucking the, clue. Uh, the anthology. anthology, anthology show, yeah. original
2: right. art, storytelling, and, and Johnny Cash. Johnny
0: Cash, and this week is the. Um. It's a vault show, right? It is. It's a, it vault, is a vault show. show. Yeah. I don't
2: remember if there's a theme. Sure. Oh, a spawn and, um, <laughs> and... oh, so we did spawn vault.
1: Yeah. No, it's just I, don't it's, I don't it's, just. I don't think, it's, it's, I don't think it's it's a there's a theme. There's no vault, a so theme. It's just,
2: it's a just a a good vault. vault. Fields and blue yeah.
0: It's a good about. vault. So. Oh, uh, unknown soldier. Cool. Yeah. All right, so that's that's coming your way every Wednesday. You can check it out on revision3.com slash a fanboy or a fanboy.com.
2: And go to iTunes and write reviews of this podcast, of our video show, and of Don't Miss. If you signed up for Don't Miss, write some reviews. Let's get it in there. And tell everybody you know about iFanboy. Help spread the word. All right. Well, we are late for dinner, so we're gonna wrap wrap this baby up. Yeah. So until next week, I'm Ron. (laughs) I'm Connor.
0: I'm Josh Flanagan.
2: I'd
1: like to thank everybody for listening. I
2: appreciate it.
0: It was a little little wild. It was a manic show. Back to normal next week. Back to the normal normal format.
1: Do you guys want to talk about GI Joe the animated series at all? Yes. Yes. (laughs)
0: Live.
2: Come on.